Dear students, colleagues, and friends, there is no denying it, a lot went wrong in 2020. To no surprise, many are extremely excited to have been able to flip the calendar to a new year, 2021, in hope for a more typical, a more normal year. Some may even have held out hope that in 2021, all of our problems will go away. Friends, if that's your thinking, I have a news flash. I can simply say it in these words, what are you going to do in 2021 when the next thing in your life is sure to go wrong? Maybe it'll be a relationship challenge or you're confronted by a major dilemma or decision that you're forced to make. A family issue arises. You or a loved one faces a serious illness or injury or a financial obligation you are not prepared to meet confronts you, and the list goes on. I have to tell you that if you are clinging to the hope that in 2021 your problems are going to go away, your hope is misplaced. The writer of our text in Psalm 73, Asaph, lived about 3,000 years ago. And he had similar feelings as we did in 2020. Let's take a look. Asaph states his situation in the opening verses of our text. He says, Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, he admits, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. You could say that Asaph is admitting that he nearly lost it, the way a lot of us felt in, at times in 2020. Now, here's why. He goes on to say, For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They had no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from the burdens common to man. They are not plagued by human ills. Asaph looked at the apparent good fortune of others, in particular those who seemingly defied God, and in comparison to the troubles in his life, he says, I don't get it, Lord. Going on, Asaph comes to the, con to the conclusion in our text, Surely, in vain, I have kept my heart pure. In vain have I washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been plagued. I have been punished every morning. Asaph is lamenting here that to him it seems that being concerned about spiritual matters, in confessing his sins, in trusting in God's grace, that none of those things seem to help him have a good life. He says it all appears to have been in vain. But at this point in our text, there's a change in Asaph. In verse 17, which is not in the text selected this morning, Asaph indicated it all turned for him when he went into God's sanctuary to hear his word. And then he admits the weakness in his faulty thinking. 
These words are written in our text. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you, Lord, he admits. Asaph confessed his sinful thinking, comes to his senses, and reflects on the hope, the confidence, the trust that we as believers have because of what God has done for us. Asaph concludes the psalm with these words. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And being with you, I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all those who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. Asaph's words remind us that no matter what challenge may come our way in 2021, no matter how many times we fail, one thing will never fail us. God. Others may have more money. Others may have better relationships, even more smarts than you or I may have. But Asaph reminds us that if we have God, if we have faith that through the gift of his son who came to earth and lived the perfect life that we can't in our place and who therefore suffered and died the punishment that we deserve, we now, when this life is over, we will live for, with God forever in heaven. We have everything. Something priceless. Something that counts the most. Dear Bethany friends and colleagues, hold on to this in life. It is good to be near God. That is God's New Year's goal for us this year and each year of our life, to be and to remain close to him. Because when we mess up, God is still there. He is our refuge. In him, we have our very best treasure. Over the Christmas break, we at Bethany lost to cancer, a dear colleague and education professor, Dr. Polly Brown. Polly shared the same sentiment as Asaph when she wrote her colleagues the following. I am at peace knowing that my life does not consist of just this side of heaven. Rather, my eternal life extends beyond my miserable existence here and into glory with my Savior. Polly said that she had no fear in the earthly death that she faced. She shared instructions with her pastor to preach her funeral sermon on Psalm 23, which includes these words in verse 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. She ended her note to her colleagues with these words. Oh, what a day that will be when I enter the gates of heaven and see Jesus. And that happened for Polly on December 28th. 
Indeed, God's New Year's goal for each of us is to have the same faith as Asaph, the same faith as Polly, to desire to be near him. Because in the work of his son Jesus, we have everything and for eternity. We need not fear. God is our refuge. And that's also why I'm so pleased to serve with all of my colleagues here at Bethany, where we are mission-focused on that one thing needful gospel message of Jesus, our Savior. Take advantage, my dear friends, of the daily opportunities that we have at Bethany to be near him in his word. And may we as faculty, staff, and students, through our words and actions, be the face of Christ to all who are here, so that through our words and actions, we may help engage others with what's most important this year and every year, Jesus. Amen.